Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. And Ori, who have we got here? Mate, I'm so excited. We've got Nick, who is an avid Alfa Romeo enthusiast. And finally, Mick, we got to drive Alfa Romeos on the show. That's right. This is the first time we've got an Alfa Spider, 105 Spider. And 105. So I never knew, Mick, that that was the series. I thought the Alpha Spider was a separate car. And then when you showed me the sedan version, man, I love that car. Yeah, the 105 is this, you know, you've got the uh, sedan and you've also got the Spider. Yep. So for me, the sedan, I grew up as a kid loving that car. Now, were the rally cars, really. That's what we saw around the rally tracks. And I think... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. We actually, Nick, we should actually at least uh, let <laughs> well, you talk a little show, bit. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to have our own podcast. But uh, Nick, the uh, the Spider is a Pininfarina design. Yes, correct. That's right. And the the GTV that's Bertone or is that? I think I think you're right. Bertone design. Yeah. So that's, and that's where the similar difference. what they did with the Dino, the two four six engine yes. in the Dino. They got the Dino Coupe and the Dino Spider. One's Pininfarina, one's, one's Bertone. The Spider's Bertone in this case. And Nick, yours is a, a 74? Yes, that's right, 74 model. And the normal colour, the, the yep. red with black? Red with black, beautiful car. What got you to buy these Alphas? I mean, you've got the 4C as well, which we'll talk about, but why Alpha? Oh, look, I've had a passion for these Italian cars ever since I was a kid. And um, Alfa Romero, I still remember my Italian teacher back in the day uh, driving to school in a uh, silver Alfa Romero. He had the 105 as well. And uh, just fell in love with it back then. And I said, you know, one day I'm going to get my hands on one of those. And, uh, yeah, that day came. Uh, that's unreal. And uh, so you've had this one for how long? Uh, just going on three years now. And the 4C, you got that after? Uh, no, I actually got the 4C first. I tripped over that. Uh, and that's, that's just an amazing car to drive. It's, it's just beautiful. But uh, uh, after having the 4C, and that was a, a great car, I thought uh, I still had that passion to, to, to get the 105. And uh, I tripped across one and, uh, yeah, was able to buy it. So it was a 4C, your first Alpha you ever bought? Yes, correct, first Alpha. But were you in the hunt for Alphas? Like, had you been seeing, you know, I, looking around I was for always, years? Yeah, I was always looking around to get the right one, always. And, uh, you know, they're pretty hard to find because, uh, you know, they're classics and uh, to get the right one, uh, it, it took some time. And uh, I just tripped across that one there and uh, as soon as I saw it, fell in love with it. And you were always a spider is what you were after? Always love convertibles. Well, your whole collection of cars is pretty much Yeah, well, you've got the Mazda as well, one of the last ones uh, before the new model. Yeah, yeah And correct. that's a convertible as well, of course. I mean, one thing that puzzles me about you, I mean, you've, you're into the cars, you, you buy and sell cars as your daily job, let's say, but how do you go about getting one of these like the Alpha Spider and not wanting to sell it and make money on it? Oh, look, once you've got the passion for these Italian cars, you just don't want to get rid of them. I buy cars to keep. Especially when I, you know, you know, cast myself, um, cars that you can't replace, I'll never get rid of. Uh, cars that you can replace, I'll actually unsell those cars. So, have you sold a few cars, Nick, in your collection? Yeah, I actually had a uh, Maserati Levante, a diesel, and uh, that served its purpose for two, three years, and uh, actually then replaced that one with a V6 uh, petrol, and uh, that's a different drive to the first one that I bought. So, anything that you can replace, I will. But things that I can't, like the four C. You basically can't replace that car, so it'll be part of the collection. And also with the Spider 105 Alpha, that yeah, I'll keep forever as well. And you've also got a Gran Turismo 
uh, Maserati Gran Turismo, the last of that model. Correct. Built by Ferrari also. And both those cars, the 4C, the Alpha 4C and the Maserati, you saw them on the production line in Modena. Yeah, I was actually fortunate enough to be, to be invited to the actual production line in Modena where they actually build the GT and also build the 4C there. So I was able to walk through the production line and watch them being built. So that was that was pretty cool. It's going to be pretty special that, to see your cool. own car being built. Def- definitely, absolutely. And you know, with with this spider, I mean, what enjoyment do you get out of driving that thing compared to your four C, for example? Because they're totally different cars to drive. Oh, look, they are completely different cars to drive. And uh, the good thing about the one hundred and five is that you've physically got to drive the car itself. It's got no driver assistance in the car. So it's one of those cars where you actually can enjoy the car for what it is. You put the top down on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, take it out and just drive that car. And it just gives you a bit of a thrill that you're in total control of of actual your own actions. And in, to, in terms of total control, you do have to concentrate. I mean, the steering's oh, a bit heavier. Absolutely. Uh, we were lucky enough, Nick, that you let us uh, both drive it. Ori got to drive, which he normally complains about that no, he doesn't drive No, and I do it. say thank you because not many people <laughs> let me drive. Well, Mick definitely doesn't let me drive many of the cars, but I agree. And the one thing that I noticed was the pedals come out of the floor. Yeah, they that do. Took they me, do. I reckon, Correct. within the car park, Nick goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm just trying to find clutch and brake here because <laughs> – it just feels so awkward when you, you know, you first. Did you feel the same the first time you drove it, or had you driven one of these things before you bought one? No, never drove one. But uh, as soon as I got my backside into that uh, driver's seat and uh, started driving, I thought, yeah, this is just an absolutely fantastic car to drive. And uh, every day I make sure I go past it and have a look at it, sit in it, and uh, just enjoy just actually just looking at the car itself. I must admit, you're right. When I first sat in it and grab the steering wheel and put my feet down on the pedals, you just go back in time. This mm. is part of, you know, automotive history. It is history. And, you know, you just feel you feel it, Mick. Yeah, you do. You certainly do. The gauges, you know, the gauges that have got, the binnacle, the gear stick that sits a bit high in the console. Uh, I was fortunate enough to drive my uncle's 105, the GTV Bertone, and it's exactly the same inside. And his was a 74.5 or whatever, so it's the same era, but the driving is exactly the same that I felt. I mean, actually, we we just went for a cruise with with yours. We didn't go pushing it around too much. But (laughs) But smooth. The shifts were smooth. The drivability was... At speed, you know, not car park speed, but at speed, the, the steering's actually steering's fine. quite fine. I agree. At low speeds, obviously, it's a bit heavy, but I thought it was a, a pleasure to drive. And when you hit fifth gear, wow, she just cruises. Yeah, beautifully. And the uh, the steering wheel, it's got the large, quite large, nardy steering wheel. And they used to use them large so that you can get the power assistance sort Correct. of thing through your... I'll tell you, you one thing, but that feel of that wooden steering wheel in nice. your hands, oh, just beautiful. So, you know, when you bought this Spider, did you want... The Veloce or the Duetto or the Graduate or the Quattrofoglio, you know, which one? Well, or you just wanted a Spider? I just wanted a Spider, basically. So, um, you know, getting that car there was the first one that I got. Actually, it was the first one that I saw that I actually liked for what it was. And, uh, you know, to find them is almost near impossible because people don't get rid of those cars. So uh, when I tripped across it, I thought, no, I've got to buy this one here. Yeah, so this is the Series 2, Mick. This is so the Series 2. four so in the called, Series. called the Veloce, this one. Uh, it's after the Duetto. Now, with this one, when you bought it, in terms of condition, did you have to do anything to it? Because it looks fantastic condition. It was, in, it was, in, it was actually in pretty good condition. The only thing that I did is that uh, I actually found a website um, over, in, over in London. 
uh, that uh, actually specialises in alpha parts and bits and pieces. You can get anything you like with with an alpha uh, from this organisation. So you know, we bought some new badges for it. We, we just we just you know tricked it up a little bit just to uh, make it look pretty pretty cool, basically. But nothing major, that's for sure. How yeah. about the exhaust though, Nick? Oh. The exhaust was a bit of an issue, wasn't it? Oh, the exhaust, it was funny because uh, when I first bought the car, it, it actually smelled a bit when you were driving it. And uh, we found out after putting the car on the hoist that the actual muffler had a hole in it. So it wasn't a case of a quick patch-up job. It needed a, uh, an actual whole brand-new muffler. So it's nice if you can just go down to Midas with these cars and just say, can I have another muffler for this car, please? So we had to take it to someone who actually specially built an actual muffler for the car, and uh, now, now she's just perfect now. And sounds good. It, it sounds does fantastic. sound good. And I must admit, I mean, you said you hadn't driven it for a while, and when I first got in it, it was a little bit, you know, sort of in terms of the carbies and the fuel going Correct. through. But as you drove it, the more I drove it, it the better it was. Oh, look, yeah, and that's right. The more you drive those cars, the more the drive is more, even more pleasurable. So if you don't drive it for a while, they are a bit rough initially. But uh, once you take it out and you drive it for a few days, it's just like driving a, a beautiful car. It really is. It's well, it's got the side draft carbies. They've got the um, dual carbies with twin twin throat on each one, I would say. Yeah. So uh, it's it's a beautiful little engine. To, they need to be driven, and we've said it on the show before, you need to drive your cars. You don't get to drive them as often as you'd like. No. But are you still servicing them yearly, Nick, and yes, things like that? Yeah. Absolutely. Look, even if even though I don't drive uh, the cars, um, it's, oh, I think with the four C, I think in one year I did like about 300, 300 kilometres in it. So I still I still took it down to the dealer to make sure that the car was serviced properly. Yeah. So it's just important to show oh, that you do need to still service them, yeah, even if you do. aren't driving them. We're saying please drive them, but you know. Some people haven't got the time. Anyway, we got in the cars. I, <laughs> I took the uh, the Alpha Spider first, and you were. In I the, went in the four C, and uh, Nick was driving. You were driving the four C. Yeah, the four C. That's right. And we went around to Joe's Golden Gasolines to surprise Nick with yeah, something. He didn't know what Nick we were going to go and show yeah. him. So we actually ended up having a look at the graduate model, 1988. 1988. So red with tan. Red with tan, similar, but it's got the. It was an American, so it's a left-hand drive. Um, so it's got the big. Black sure. bumpers, yep. you know, which is not as smooth as yeah. the, the Veloce or the Duetto before that, of course. Uh, but I thought they incorporated the big chunky indicators, yeah. the American, quite well into the black bumpers, you know, uh, compared to just stuck-on rectangular indicators. But you, when you saw them side by side, and Nick, you would have seen them now, yeah, your car and the Graduate side by side, I think the lines on the Veloce look just a little bit more cleaner. I think they're smoother, yeah. It looks smoother. The bumpers were one thing I didn't like on the Graduate versus Nick's car. I do like that rawness of that smaller aluminium bumper. It just looks more refined, the badge at the front. But to see them side by side. I think the bumpers are still when they chrome. Well, chrome. But when you see them side by side, you must love your car even more seeing it yesterday. And the two different reds, Mick. Yeah, Yeah, they were two different reds, yeah, yeah, different shades. The, I think is, you know, when you're saying about, you know, to Nick whether he likes one more than the other, the one thing that I notice, you can certainly tell it's the same same car. Oh, it is. As in, yeah. you know, it's an Alpha Spider. You, you can't say, geez, that looks completely different. No. They've kept it, you know, from – And that's know, still known st- as the 105 Series, yeah? The 105 Series, yes. Yeah. Yeah, look, I suppose, you know, me being a bit biased, uh, I think I think the lines in my car, just just that nice, smoother, the roundness of it and having those chrome bumper bars on there, I think just set the car really off. I wasn't really a big fan of the black bumpers. But, no, uh, neither am I. Yeah. You know, they bastardised a fair few, the yes, Americans, absolutely. with the safety rules. I think Correct. they had the 10 kilometres. 
kilometre an hour yeah. bumpers when they they did it with the you know all the Ferraris back then. But I must admit, I I certainly do like the Duetto and the Veloce. Oh, yeah. It's a lot smoother. The chrome bumpers, the more classic look. It is a, it is a very classic look. But there's absolutely. one thing that I love: the headlights, enclosed headlights with it. Just remind me of the two four six Dino. Yes. Yeah. Well, they don't all. No, not all the two four six Dinos have enclosed headlights. No, they though. don't. But there's but, that series that have got them, and it just looks. But I love the two four six with the enclosed headlight. Did the nineteen eighty eight have enclosed headlights? No, no it didn't. It no. didn't. Yeah, that no. was closed. open headlights. Yeah, open yeah. headlights. So yeah. we didn't get to drive that. No, there was a couple of things they had to do. The uh, it, it wasn't getting fuel, so I'm sure they will sort that out and we'll go for a drive. But I was looking forward to drive that as well. We're going to take them both out. We will do uh, soon, though. I'd say. So, Nick, in your collection, you've got two Alphas now. Yep. Is there any other Alfa Romeos you'd love to add? Because Alfa is a, you know, it's an iconic racing car brand and an iconic car brand in itself. And I think they've come such a long way, which we spoke about when we got into the 4C. And you drove the 4C, Mick. Oh, the 4C is a little go-kart. And oh. it, it feels actually quite roomy. It, uh, it plenty is. of go. because Lightweight, all carbon fibre, monocoque. I mean, the whole thing's carbon fibre, really. Correct. What would you add? What other Alfa Romeo do you think you would add to your collection? Oh. Or are you happy with what you've got? Look, I'm happy with what I got. Back you know, back when I was a lot younger, I, I, I did take uh, you know, passion to the old 1974 GTVs, but... Uh, yeah, trying to trying to find those these days is almost near impossible as well. Yeah, yeah, they're very expensive, I think. And the the main thing with some of these now is getting one that's rust free. Correct. Make sure it's you know because the people are asking a lot of money, but they might yeah. not necessarily be that good. Yeah, and you saw that yeah you know, the quality of those two cars that we saw yesterday, the two um, spiders. There was hardly any – there was no rust on any of them. No, they were the, immaculate yeah, conditions. The, the, the 1988 was yeah. original, so it was very clean, that car. Yes. Um, likewise with yours, there was nothing that you look at, oh, you know, this needs done or that needs done. You know, uh, it's excellent, excellent. So you'll keep that car then. That's your uh, – explain those – the cars in your collection. I love the way you explained them to me yesterday, What your, the purpose you've got them for. Oh, look – the cars in the collection, you know, they're all they're all different. You know, none of them are similar, and it's just to have a different drive and a different car. You don't want cars that are all the same, because then you know, there's no point in having them. So, having the G, uh, sorry, having the actual 105 Spider is completely different to having the 4C. The 4C is just a go kart on wheels, and it, it's just built for speed and fun and going through the hills. Where, you know, the the Alpha Spider, that one there, the 105, is just put the top down go for a cruise down the beach and just enjoy the car for what it is and nice summer's days from spring to summer. So, And that's the thing. We've spoken about it before, that when you look at buying a car, you're going to say to yourself, what is this car going to be Correct. to me compared to something that I've already got? Is it going to be different? Is it going to be give me a different sort of feel? Correct. So, And that's what you've done. Absolutely. And uh, well, as I was saying to Warrior just the other day, you know, every car that I've got brings something different to the table, whether it be, you know, the Spider to go have a bit of fun in, which is the 4C, uh, you know, the actual 105 just to go cruising down the beach. Uh, my, my Levante, I use that as a daily driver, which I quite enjoy. It's a nice, comfortable car. It's probably one of the best cars I've ever driven, to be honest. And I've driven a lot of cars in the last, you know, 20, 30 years being in the motor industry. And uh, you know, having the having the actual uh, GT, that's that's a real fun sporty car. But you can go out at night to a black tie function and and feel. You know. well, and actually, you can fit four people in it. Correct, he's, you can. He's, yeah. got, he's got a four seater, you know, Grand Tourer. 
a little bit like you know, you know the four five six Mick. That's right. At least you can go in a bit more luxury. It's, it is a GT. It's not a yeah. sports one you throw around too no, much. No, it's but exactly it's a GT. Right. And that's what I think. You know, the autonomy of your collection is fantastic. I, I love that your passion growing up. So you were always into cars. Obviously, oh, has always. led to your career. Really, yeah, absolutely. Look, when I was when I was growing up as a kid, the the the, the car action wasn't back then. Apart from trying to find an Alpha Spider. Was uh, was the old Fiat one two four sixteen hundred? Everyone loved oh. that. Yeah, we've had one of those. Oh, yeah. great cars! My my cousin had one back in the day, and uh, used to pick me up to go soccer training and tennis training, and uh, the fun we had in that car was truly amazing. So, um, yeah. is that when the penny dropped for you then? What cars were about, or what you know, you know, what Italian cars were about? Oh, really? Yeah, definitely what definitely what Italian cars are all about. Uh, I mean, my uncle back in the day, he was he was he, he was a mechanic. So, uh, but he always talked me out of buying the Italian car because back then, you know, you know the rust factor and also you know the cost of parts and things like that. So, uh, even though he tried to talk me out of it, I always wanted one. So uh, I still kept that passion burning. And and back then, him being a mechanic, he would have known that the technology that the Alphas had in them. Oh, absolutely! Like that seventy four twin overhead cam. Yes. You know, all, all all the stuff they had tech. You know, with the technology compared to the equivalent oh, old Commodore yeah. or Ford Falcon, correct? It's chalk and cheese. Oh, amazing. Completely different drives. Completely, you know, completely different styles. I mean, the Italians had uh, you know style from from back in the you know fifties, probably beyond that as well. Yeah. Compared to the Australian built cars and the Japanese built cars back in the day, when you look at them side by side, you, you, know, the, you know the passion was just there for the Italian Actually, cars. Yeah, well- the Italian cars were coming into the country. Obviously, there were Fiat's and Alphas Correct. coming into the country. Holden Ford was uh, prevalent. What Japanese car was Mazda around? Then? Yeah, they were around. Yeah, Mazda was around, and also used to buy, you know, used to buy the old Honda Civics and things Honda, like yeah. that. Yeah, the Datsun. Yeah, the Datsun. Datsuns, yeah. Datsun one twenty Ys were back then as well. And I would say, but really, Mitsubishi. Yeah, Mitsubishi was around. Yep, they were there. Say, so really. There wasn't much variety as we've got today. Would you say that? No, I'd, well, certainly not as much variety as we've got today. Correct. The, the thing is, as well, is through through that era though, the Japanese really picked up their their game, didn't they? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're fantastic in terms of quality and stuff like that. You can't really, you can't really beat them. Oh, bang for buck, what you get these days, oh, phenomenal. Absolutely, you can't beat the Japanese cars these days. I mean, the quality's there. And also the resale value is there these days too. Yeah, so you've got the Toyota that resale, the uh, Subarus, there's, the resale value is there. Well, absolutely, especially with Toyota. I mean, they, they've got 25% of the marketplace now. So uh, here in Australia, and, uh, you know, you've got Mazda as a, you know, coming close second to them. So the Japanese cars have got probably the lion's share of the marketplace here in Australia now. And the Italian cars, you know, Alpha and Fiat, they went away for a while they from did. the Australian market. You know, yeah, I they did. Well, Alpha got in and out a lot of times. Fiat, I think, was yeah. that continuous or not? Did no, they stop? I think they stopped yeah. also. They, yeah, they also stopped, but now they've... They relaunched with the Cinquecento. Correct. The new Cinquecento is what brought them back to the marketplace. And Alfa Romeo, really, with um, the, the, uh, the Giulietta. The Giulietta, that's correct. And the Giulia as well, the Giulietta. But the Giulietta, right. I think, is what... The, that came know. out first. Or yeah. the 147, they brought out yeah. the 147. Yeah, the 156 and the all those. But they do. They did stop and start a bit, you know. Yeah, they so, did. And that's not good, really, for you know, as as a dealer, you know, if your your products stop and start, you haven't got stock. People are worried. Correct. If I get one, are they still going to service them? That's right. That's right. They, did, they actually did themselves a bit of damage there by stopping and starting. But uh, the range they've got out now, especially the Alfa Romeo range now, is is pretty good. I mean, that Julia's an unbelievable car, especially the Quattrofoglia. Yeah, that, oh, is yeah. just, that is. Awesome you, or car. you've driven a Quattrofoglia, yeah, and a few I love times, and and it's, 
It's beautiful. Yeah, and I'm, even the Stelvio, the SUV of that is is a good car. Well, it's funny, you know, it's actually funny having these these Alfa Romeos. I was actually driving the 4C one day and uh, on coming the opposite way was one of those Julia's, uh, the actual Quattrofoglio, and, and, you know, people just wave at each other. That's so right. I was just, you know, driving and all of a sudden his hand comes out the window, starts waving at me, so I thought I'd wave back at him as well. So it's this Alfa Romero thing that, uh, you know, people that drive them have got the passion for these Italian cars. Yeah, well, if we look at Alfa Romeo, back then, I mean, we're talking in the early days of racing, Alfa Romeo was the car. Absolutely. Uh, and now that's back in Grand Prix. Yeah, yes. Now, yes. Yes. You know, it's serious. That's but serious. They, that's where they all started. I mean, Enzo Ferrari started with them too. So it's it's funny you say the comment, though, that your uncle was a mechanic and, you know, he said, stay away from the Italian cars. They're always pro-. Same as when I want to buy that 131 Super Mirror Fury, my uncle, same thing. Why do you want an Italian car for? It's just full of trouble. Yes. Full, I think. <laughs> Back then, they most probably were. And I wonder if it's because they were so technologically advanced, then the Australian cars, that people working on them didn't actually understand. It, it could, could be have been case. minor issues that could actually, have been. you know, but they thought, oh, too much. We don't know what to do on this car, so let's not touch it. Well, yeah. so I think back in the day, there weren't, there weren't the technicians that there are around now to fix those cars. But back then, you know, predominantly actually working on the Australian cars. So you didn't have that, that knowledge to work on those cars. Yeah, it was only if the odd person came from Italy Correct. or whatever that worked on them there yes. and now started up here. So you had those uh, around. And there are a few of those around, Mick, that shops actually bought them out from Italy to work on their car. You know, dealers actually bought them Definitely. out. I mean, yeah. you do the same thing in your dealership now, Nick, with you know, with the V-Dub. Now, you know, you they bring out a new model that's got hybrid, it's got this, yes. it's got that. How do your technicians, they've got to do training, don't oh, they? How does that work? The training, the training with Volkswagen is consistent. We're always sending them off to... You you know, you know, to the factory here locally to have you know, to, to actually do their training. There's a lot of webinars that they do to keep up the technologies because the Germans are pretty well far advanced as well with their with their motor cars being hybrids, being you know, electric vehicles coming out soon as well. So we're forever sending our technicians off to be trained. Yeah, and that's the thing. If if you've got people that are working on the that haven't seen those cars, they have before, to be up to date. There's things that are going to go wrong for sure. You touched on something, and you're a a car nut like we're car nuts. You said electric. If an Alpha came out of an electric, would you buy an electric car in your collection or a hybrid? That's a pretty good question there, um, Ari. I suppose I have to wait to see, you know, what the cars are like when they come out. But, uh, you know, it's hard for someone who's got a passion for petrol fueled motor cars with a combustion motor to go to go electric. Look, there will be a place for those in our market, but it'll be a case of, you know, who sells them? Yeah, I think with the emissions and that, you might not have much choice but to do these hybrids. I mean, Alpha's just bought out the 296 yeah. GTB. The Alpha? Ferrari. No, the, sorry, the Ferrari's just bought out the 296 GTB, and that's a V6 hybrid. Yep. And apparently, I mean, they still got the combustion engine. Yeah. So but it you've sounds got the sound. Un- you got the sound, right? you got the sound, yeah. Wait, t- I mean, tonight you rocked up in the Levante. Yes. And it's just really quiet, Nick. Yeah, I uh, I switched off the noise factor in the car there because coming into this area, he's very polite. How was <laughs> yeah. that? So yeah, you know, that's a beauty, but it doesn't say you know when you see those cars, you're expecting a growl, right? No you're doubt. Expecting a rumble, and I think the electric car is not going to give you that. No, although you know they start tweaking some of the electronics yeah, to do. make out you can put stuff in your exhaust to yeah. you know make it sound better, but that's not real. But it's like the Celeste Speed wasn't a real F1 gearbox. It's like you know the manual. If it's not a manual, it's not, you know, the, the, we say, well, you drove the 4C yesterday. It's not a manual. It's not a manual, but that's got a dual clutch, uh, isn't it? Is that a dual clutch? 
Ooh, I'm, I'm not sure oh, if that's no, a dual clutch, no, but the thing is, is, at certain revs, it changes the gear for you. Yeah, well, that's normal. So you for can't those. blow the engine. Yeah, yeah. In a manual, that's not going to happen. See, and I think the alphas, the alphas of you know the one four seven era when they bought out, and the one five six they bought yeah. out the Celli speed. Yeah, Celli speed. That yeah. I think did a lot of harm to people buying alphas. Absolutely. Because, you know, whereas if they had bought the manuals in them. No problem. Correct. They would have been better off with a standard automatic than bring out the silly well, speed. Well, actually, you sell a few Mazdas and Volkswagens, obviously. Yeah. Are there, are there options in those cars for manuals? Um, Maybe in the race versions only? No, well, no, not really because uh, these days um, people really don't like driving manual cars. See, unbelievable. So, uh, I mean, back in the day we used to order a certain amount. It used to be manual, but the, but the more that we ordered, actually less we sold. Wow. So are there, are there markets that still only want manual cars? Do, do factories do that? Not, not, not in this country, believe it or not. People just want an automatic car. Yeah, I think in saying that, Nick, though, there's, there's a lot now that if you're talking about sports car or supercar, oh, yeah. a lot of them do want a manual. Like Porsche bought out their manual and yeah. they couldn't get enough of them. Yeah. And I'm sure if Ferrari came out oh, with absolutely. this one here as a, a manual. A gated shifter. You'd have plenty. And mind you, I think there's a gated shifter, or sorry, a manual, um, a stick shift uh, national day, I think we're having national, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah the national stick shift day. Yeah, so. yeah, so. I think in those performance cars, there probably is a market for them, but uh, in the you know Mazda, Toyota and, and Volkswagen, it's, it's, it's actually predominantly um, automatic, automatic cars. Yeah. yeah. See the the thing is with the manuals they can't get the performance out of them as as much as you can with a, a, a you know a, a foot that's automatics yeah with the automatics because they can shift quicker sure so yeah. that's the problem too but, so but but then see when you go back in time so you, the beauty was yesterday because you drove the four C then but you you drove the Spider first. How well, much? to me, it's, it's, a, it's a better driving experience. Yeah, it's exactly what you said, Nick. <laughs> when I drove the Alpha, the Alpha Spider, yeah, I was sitting in there. I was driving. I was concentrating. The gears, getting yeah, the clutch right, right getting the steering right, everything. When you get into the four C, it's a completely different driving. The car experience. does it for you. Complete. Well, it does. It, you know, it will change gears for yourself. You know. Yeah. But in terms of going through the hills, yeah, I'm sure these the four C is better. However. Going for a drive on a sunny day through the hills in a spider, I reckon that would be fantastic. Oh, I think I think if you're taking the spider, especially the 74 spider through yeah. the hills, your concentration needs to be spot on. And they've got plenty of torque? The engines oh, have got plenty of torque? Plenty of torque. It, the power's unbelievable. Once you get that car going, the power is just there. And once you realise that uh, fifth isn't where reverse is, well, <laughs> I, yeah, I'll work that out. Yeah. He said, what are you trying to do? Well, I, I, I did that. I thought bit, I'd so go backwards for I a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I can understand. Well, you know, I want to see how quick it goes in reverse. Crunching the so, gearbox. <laughs> no, it was a great experience. Thank you, Nick. I yeah, loved no, it. it was great. I that absolutely We loved went it. for that. And uh, and even, as I said, we were able to go and see the other spider. Absolutely. And they had a, the 91 there too, which we didn't go and see. Yeah, correct. The Quattrofoglio. They had Quattrofoglio. We didn't get to see that car. Um, we saw it in a distance, but yeah. yeah. Look, they are still iconic cars, aren't they, Mick? Yeah. They're, cla- and, they're classics. And right? as, as they uh, went on in the years, so they went from the chrome bumpers to the rubber bumpers, and that one there had colour-coded bumpers, so a different era again. But I they ran what, for a lot of years. I think what I'd love to do, it's to actually drive a coupe and a spider on the same day. It'd be interesting how much difference, because I'm not sure the wheelbase is whether it's the same or not. Or The coupe just looks smaller, shorter. I, I think it would be. My so, guess is, because it's, it's got a decent boot, the, the spider, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Beautiful. Anyway, 
And we could talk for hours about Alpha. I love Alpha Romeo. Nick, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah we do pleasure. appreciate it, Nick, for not only coming on the podcast but also letting us drive and uh, go around the place. That was excellent. So we're going to leave it there, Ori. Thanks, thanks, Nick, thanks, once Nick. again. No, thank thanks, you Ori. And thanks, uh, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com. And as always, Instagram, and we've got some YouTube videos as well, so they might come out and we'll see some of the photos. So remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.